So today, Sunday, is the Christian Sabbath day for most denominations. Sabbath is defined as a day of rest and worship. Traditionally, a day for relaxing and coming to church. Now, 50 years ago, you wouldn't have found a store or a business open on Sunday. It was a day off for everybody except those providing emergency services of some sort. Now, as a kid, my Sabbath had a very predictable rhythm. Saturday evening, we'd have a bath, and my mom would put curlers in the hair of my sister and I, so we would look good for church the next day. We'd wake up Sunday morning and there'd be bacon and eggs. We'd go off to Sunday school and then church. And in the afternoon, we'd usually go for a drive. And then there'd be a lovely family supper. My grandparents would come. And after that, we would watch the wonderful world of Disney all together. (laughs) Now, hop forward a few years to when my kids were little. Now, their experience wasn't quite as idyllic as mine was, I'm afraid. My husband and I were both working, so most Sundays we'd make it to church by the skin of our teeth. And then the afternoons were often spent doing chores because there just didn't seem to be any other space in the week for getting those things done. To this day, I have a hard time dedicating an entire day to rest, never mind one in seven. But today we're going to take some time to look a little deeper at why that Sabbath time is important and ways that we might build that into our lives. Now, in the scripture readings that Anne read for us so beautifully this morning, we see two very different ideas about what the Sabbath should be. The reading from Deuteronomy is actually the fourth commandment in the midst of the Ten Commandments. So you can imagine Moses heading up to the top of Mount Sinai, getting those tablets from God. I don't know if any of you watched those Moses movies where it's very dramatic. And on those tablets, commandment four is keep the Sabbath day holy. Six days you do your work, and the seventh day you rest and spend time with God. And that's followed by an extensive list on who this all applies to, which is everyone, including the animals. And if you look deeper into the Hebrew scriptures, you'll find There are all kinds of rules about just how you're meant to keep the Sabbath day. Because the animals need rest, you walk everywhere you have to go. They took the Sabbath seriously. 
And then we hear from the Gospel of Mark a story about the disciples and Jesus walking across a field, plucking grain as they go. Sounds fairly innocent, but picking grain is against the rules for the Sabbath day, which is pointed out to them. And Jesus makes this response. The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. So that's quite a different take on the Sabbath. Instead of blindly following the fourth commandment, Jesus offers a different view, and it makes for an interesting contrast. Jesus leaves the responsibility with us for figuring out when it's okay to break the rule. Are there mitigating circumstances? Are there other things to take into consideration? Are there ways that we can follow the overarching guideline without following the rule to the letter? Now, Jesus still believes that the Sabbath is important. We see over and over and over again in the scriptures that Jesus takes time away to rest. He goes to the mountain to pray. He hides from the disciples and the people. He takes time for Sabbath. But he also knows that the Sabbath can be shaped to deal with the needs of people in particular moments in their lives. So what does that mean for all of us? How can we live into keeping the Sabbath holy as well as acknowledging that the Sabbath is made for us? It's a time for us to be with God and to rest. Well, I think the answer to that lies in finding balance in our lives. In a perfect world, we'd all take Sunday and rest and come to church each and every week. We'd make space for nurturing our faith and restoring our souls. We'd reflect on the many blessings in our lives and pray. We'd make time to be with those we love. Barbara Brown Taylor says, at least one day in every seven, pull off the road park the car in the garage, close the door to the tool shed, and turn off the computer. Stay home. Not because you're sick, but because you are well. Talk someone you love into being well with you. Take a nap, a walk, Take an hour for lunch. Test the premise that you are worth more than you can produce. That even if you spend one whole day of the week being good for nothing, you would still be precious in God's sight. And when you get anxious because you are convinced that this is not so. 
Remember that your conviction is not required. This is a commandment. Your worth has already been established, even when you are not working. The purpose of the commandment is to woo you to the same truth. What a beautiful thought. The Sabbath is so that we can know deep in our beings that we are loved by our God. It's time for God to woo us so that we never ever forget that we are of God and that God is of us. We are bound together in love and in faith. The Sabbath is for us, not because God needs the Sabbath, but because we do. Taking Sabbath time is important for our health. It's part of our self-care. That fourth commandment is key to living a healthy life. But it's not a perfect world. Life happens. Sometimes other things take precedence. Sometimes these things are unavoidable. Maybe you have to work on Sunday. Maybe Sunday is the only time in the week you can sit down with your child and help get their homework done. Maybe the laundry just needs to happen before Monday rolls around. Maybe this is the only time for a particular sport or lesson. What then? Well, then we have to think about our priorities and make a choice. Knowing that Sabbath is important and a key part of our faith journey, we need to find balance. And if the Sabbath doesn't happen on Sunday, when does it? When do we set time aside for each other? When do we sit down and talk about our faith? When do we nurture our souls every week? The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. We need to nurture our souls because it makes us healthy, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. When our life is one endless stream of busyness, our souls begin to wither and we feel tired and listless. One day in seven is what we need to stay healthy. Whether we get that day spread out evenly, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, whether we get the Sabbath time split into hours over the span of our week, or maybe chunked into vacation time. We need that Sabbath time somehow in our lives. Building our spiritual health is just like building our physical health. It takes discipline and time. And when my back starts to ache, 
And when my knees protest, I know I haven't been working on my core muscles enough. And so I have to get back into the rhythm of exercising. When I start to feel stretched too thin, when my concentration starts to diminish, when I feel anxious, when my soul starts to feel withered, then I know I haven't been spending enough time on Sabbath. I haven't been walking by the river. I haven't been playing with my grandkids. I haven't been taking time aside to meditate. It's time to let go of something that's draining me and to rebalance, to find new ways to incorporate sacred space into my life. Now, each of us has our own particular way of restoring our souls, and we need to make time to do that regularly. That commandment to keep the Sabbath holy is important for our health, and it's part of our self-care. So I think it's really, really cool that you here have made space for Nick to sit in the pews to do some self-care on a Sunday, that you're going to have a workshop after worship to look at maybe new ways for self-care. It's important. And if we don't take that time, that Sabbath time that we need, then pretty soon we find that we don't have the energy to do those things, those other things that need doing in our lives. Take that Sabbath time keep ourselves healthy. And when we do, we begin to notice the beauty that's around us. Instead of driving and not even seeing those gorgeous mountains, we see them and say, whoa. There's that moment of awe that wakes us up and we say, yeah, God is present here. We notice the love that flows between us and around us, the love that's within us. We notice when the kids laugh and play, they make us smile. We notice what in our being needs some tender, loving care, what we need to pay more attention to, it's important. So when we come to church on Sunday, we are making space for God. We're acknowledging that sacred time is important and healthy. It's living as God calls us to live. As Jesus reminds us, the Sabbath is made for And keeping that balance is easier when we're part of a church community. We have at least one hour a week where we can focus on the sacred in the presence of others who are trying to focus on the sacred too. It's just good to be in community together. It makes for good balance in our lives. So I invite you 
this week to take particular care of yourself. Make space for soul care in your life. Make space for God to woo you. Look forward to what that might look like. Remember that Sabbath is a gift just for us. Because we are beloved children of God. Blessed be. Amen.